welcome everyone to the Thought Garden on the Air, where entrepreneurs who have a story to tell come to bring out their inner author. I'm your host, Alexis Quintel, the CEO and owner of Rosarium PR and Marketing Collective. Rosarium is a public relations and marketing company that focuses on supporting authors and business owners through developing their personal brand. And many of them are also interested in telling their stories as an author. So today we're excited to talk to Brittany Renew, recently published author and also a real estate agent at Premier Sotheby's Real Estate. So we're really excited to talk to her about her professional ventures and how she's enjoying the journey of self-publishing her book, her first in a series of three. We'll definitely put a link to her book, Lion of Fire, Riley Jordan and the Fire Prophecies in the podcast description so you can take a look. I'm a huge fan. I'm currently about halfway through the book in the series, so hopefully they're the first book in the series, so hopefully there's not too many spoilers today. <laughs> but welcome, Brittany. Thank you, Alexis. I'm excited to be here. I love I love doing stuff like this, so super excited. Yeah, right. This is the fun part. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so why don't you start off telling us about yourself, like where are you originally from, and what was your family life like growing up? Yeah, I'm from Mobile, Alabama, so in a lot of people don't believe that because they don't have a strong Southern accent, but it comes out at times. So yeah, we born and raised in Mobile, my husband as well. And, you know, I had, honestly, I had a great, great childhood. Um, I love my family. I have a super fun family. We're all very close. Uh, you know, Steven, my husband has a great family as well. So, you know, we're at this, this time of year, we're, you know, we're going back for Christmas in a a few weeks. So that's always super fun. I love getting to see everyone because most everyone is still in Mobile. So yeah, Mobile is a is a fun, fun little town, smaller than St. Pete, but it has its own mm. little charms to it. Yeah. I love that. And for your book launch, I thought it was really sweet that like most of your family came down to St. Pete to be there for you. And I know you'll be able to celebrate some more when you go back to Mobile as well. So yes, yeah, looking forward to that. And I've got a uh, book signing event in Mobile too when we go back for Christmas. So yeah, it, it's kind of I don't know. It's like full circle moment, I guess. Right, the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about on the business side? What do you do now, and what inspired you to enter the field that you're in? Yeah, I. You know, I've always been a creative mind, you know, of a creative mind. I have a background in music and writing. So I think when it was time for me to kind of be an adult and get into get into the real world, I was really trying. It took me a while to find my path, which I think is, you know, also a little bit of what Riley, the main character I book, goes through as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I got into real estate, it really was that point for me where I realized I need to take control of my life. And with real estate, you know, you are running your own business. You know, I'm under the umbrella of Premier Sotheby's International Realty, but it's it's my own business. So I really enjoyed getting to create that. And I view real estate as funding my life and, you know, all the, the passions that I have and getting to serve people in a lot of different ways. And now, yeah. you know, 10 years later, I've been in real estate for 10 years. I'm at this point where I'm, you know, now serving a new audience by releasing. Yeah. My book. So it's been a really, really cool journey. 
Yeah, that's great. I feel like real estate is one of those industries where people go into it for a lot of different reasons, but Mm -hmm. get really into the fact that you're, you're helping someone through one of the biggest purchases and decisions in their life. And so it does have a lot of skills that are adaptable. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't think I realized well, I know I didn't realize that when I got into real estate, how it would help yeah. me grow as a person. So I'm very, very thankful to have gone through the journey of personal development that I've gone through, which is, you know, real estate has been that catalyst for sure. Right. Well, how about, um, did you have a role model or a mentor who impacted you in your life? Yeah, I was, I feel like that's a hard question. Cause I feel like there's always so many people that you run across that have those it's like that little bits of like inspiration or mentorship that you get, even if it's brief. Um, yeah. I, I never had an official like long term mentor relationship. I think it was always just little things that I would learn from people along the way. I when I let's see 2000 at the end of 2019 is when I hired my business coach for the first time. And I feel like that's the first really true like mentorship relationship that I've been in and which I'm still in. So it's been a long time. That's great. Yeah. It's really important. I think to, to learn from someone, you know, I, I experienced that when I got into real estate, being able to learn from some seasoned agents back, you know, in mobile in that office that I was in. So I think it's really important to take time to learn from others. Right. Absolutely. That's such a good point. There's different seasons of your life where you had different mentors. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has one that's stuck through the hole, or maybe you just meet them later in life. You know, that's totally normal. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, so what drives you? Like, what's your favorite part of your life right now when you wake up in the morning? I would say my why is to inspire others to be brave, become the heroes of their own stories, which is a nod to the the podcast that I created this year, and it kind of ties in all of that theming with the book as well. But that's something that I realized a, a couple years ago was being able to inspire others to become the best versions of themselves is yeah. really the driving factor for me. And cause that's kind of, that's the journey that I've been on and I'm motivated to help other people you know, go on that journey and become the best versions of themselves. So that definitely kind of gets me out of the bed every morning, knowing that I can make a positive impact in someone else's life. Right, right. I love that. So um, we're going to shift over to this segment called Shifting Your Narrative, which kind of um, ties to your why, but what's kind of brought you to where you are today. And so was there any major like changes in your life that not only encouraged you to shift your path, but like really let you open up and be your true self and allowed you to kind of grow into who you are today? Yeah, I would say a big catalyst was when we moved here to St. Pete. That was in 2015. And, you know, my husband, like I said, my husband and I are from Mobile, so we both had never left. I mean, we both went to college there. So I really, I didn't know what life was like you know, outside of Mobile as far as like living day to day. So I was excited for the new adventure, but then all of a sudden reality caught up to me and we moved to a place where we didn't know anyone. And so I kind of had yeah. like a, you know, in all honesty, I definitely struggled with anxiety and, and a little bit of depression during that time. Cause I just felt so like lost and I didn't have a sense of community. So mm-hmm. I think that really, you know, it forced me to, 
start working through some of those, some of those feelings and emotions and push my, push myself to get out there, you know, make friends. And I think ultimately it really helped me get a better sense of like self-confidence, you know, confidence in myself, owning who I was, you know, mm-hmm. just not being afraid to be myself and be authentic. And I think I really have learned that a lot since we've lived here in St. Pete. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's, it's positive. Like you do have to kind of experience low lows in order to get mm-hmm. to the high highs and, you know, yeah. kind of get to your next phase of life. And so I think that was really brave of you. Cause what it sounds like from, I don't know anyone else from mobile, but it sounds like most people stay there, right? Like yeah, most of your I'm, friends are still there. Your family's still there. Was it kind of rare for you to make that decision to move? Yeah. I think, you know, there's definitely a lot of people that are still there. And I think when you have a small, smaller town that that can be the case for sure. Yeah. I just, I always dreamed of something bigger for myself, but I just didn't know what it was. And Mm. I needed to go, you know, we always want shortcuts, but that's not how life works. So (laughs) I had to go through the journey and the struggle and in that emotional, emotional turmoil to become the, the version of myself that I am to be able to get to this point where I have grown a successful business. I've launched a book, you know, we, like I said, we want shortcuts and I wanted to do all these great things years ago, but I wasn't ready. And so right. you have to, you have to be you know willing to go on that journey and trust the process. Right. Absolutely. And so I'd love to know too, when did you know you wanted to be an author? I always was writing, you know, ever since I was a kid, I was, and I love to read. So I was always just like immersing myself in that world, writing little short stories. Uh, I wrote some other like kind of, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call them novels, but longer stories, um, yeah. nothing, you know, nothing <laughs> that would see the light of day, but I, you know, I always pursued stuff like that. And I think I just needed, I, I guess I didn't know I was going to be an author, but I knew okay. that I like to tell stories. So yeah. Finally, I had the idea for, for this series. And that's when I was like, oh, wait, this is, this is a whole thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and that's when I kind of hit the ground running at that point. And when was that, that you came up with this idea? It was like back in 2008, 2009. So it's, it's been a really long journey up until this point. I, I had a dream about Riley and Emma and it's kind of that, like, they really weren't, so they're from completely two different worlds and they really shouldn't be friends, almost like Romeo and Juliet a little bit, you know, with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I had, yeah, had a dream about them and that birthed the idea. And then I, you know, went from, ran with it. So. Yeah. So you just started kind of writing and seeing like what spun out from this initial idea of this budding relationship. Yeah. I just sat down and, you know, brainstormed and research. I mean, that's, you know, it takes it takes time to, you know, really think through, okay, what are, what are the main themes? Like what are some different plot lines that you can go with, you know, cause an idea is great, but you got to create a whole novel out of it. So yeah, right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So I, I found what helped me was to sit down and brainstorm and really get like an outline for, mm-hmm. for a book. And also like, cause I knew it was a bigger story than just one book. So outlining a 
book one and like two and three, uh, how I saw it, you know, so far, so far it's three, three planned, you know, I always say, we'll, we'll see how it goes if there, if I have right. a, third a fourth one, but for now it's three. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's so true. It's like, you need to have that solid foundation before you can get started on writing or, and that's the same with a lot of different kind of projects. Like mm-hmm. you can't just dive into it. You got to make sure you've done the brainstorming and the foundational work first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't want to be on accident. We want to be on purpose. So yeah, that's a good quote. I'm use that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, so take, tell us like, walk us through what has been the journey as like a self-published author. I know you've had some support with St. Pete Press, but I think it'd be interesting for our listeners to just hear kind of what that journey has been like. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that I had a great plan in place and it really was so much in, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but it was just, there was so much more involved than I thought there was and yeah. everything took longer than I thought it was going to, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of like obstacles and things like that, that we had to overcome, but it's, you know, it doesn't matter because we got to, got to the finish line and created this you know, this book that I'm incredibly proud of. And, you know, my biggest thing was I wanted, I wanted it to look amazing on the shelf next to any other book. You know, I didn't Mm -hmm. want anyone to be able to say, oh, well, she just threw that together because she self-published it. You know, I wanted to put a really high quality, you know, product on the shelf. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's what we did. did. Yeah, (laughs) you really did. (laughs) Really stands out. Yeah, it's really impressive. And I mean, and that's why, like, you know, I, I chose self-publishing because I wanted, I was tired of waiting to share the story with the world. You know, I had, it's taken me a long time to get, get here. And I had to work through my own fear and and self-limiting beliefs to get here. And once I kind of got through some of those emotions, I was like, okay, I'm done waiting. We're going to get this book out there. And But the nice thing about finding St. Pete Press was I found a partner who helped me bring the story to the, to the world. And, yeah. but I still got all the, all the creative control and the rights and, and all of that. So, right. You know, so definitely credit to Amy at St. Pete Press for helping me with realize the vision and, you know, the cover art. I mean, especially mm-hmm. she helps so much with that. And it's just, I'm, yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that like, you really can't do it alone. I mean, you can, but everyone needs some sort of support. So yeah. that was really great. So what would be like one tip that you've learned through this journey that you would give to other authors that are considering self-publishing? Yeah, I think, you know, what I alluded to earlier was, you know, definitely make make a plan because it's, it's wise to have a plan in place, but yeah. be prepared for the things that can go wrong or not how you thought they would. So it's like having a plan with contingencies because, you know, I had created, we had created this timeline of, you know, starting the process together and doing uh, advanced reader copies, you know, some, some mm-hmm. of that pre-launch phase type stuff, but the interior formatting and the cover art took way longer than we thought, mm-hmm. which it's okay. Cause we had to get it right. And we did. Right. Right. But you that meant that. that we, Yeah. <laughs> So that meant that we had to cut out most of our like advanced reader copy push and pivot and send some digital versions of that instead of hardback, you know, and all that kind of stuff. 
but I knew I didn't want to change the release date because that was something that we talked about. And so that may be an option for someone, but because of things that I had going on, it was like, no, it really needs to stay the state. So that means we're going to pivot and not do as many pre-launch, you know, mailing copies out, doing mm-hmm. some more digital s- stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the other contingency was just planning for on the release day, you know, because we were on such a tight timeline, you know, what if copies didn't arrive in time for the party? <laughs> that was something yeah. we had to talk through. And then that ended up almost happening. So I'm very mm-hmm. thankful for my coach for helping me like think mentally through those contingency plans. So we were able to pivot and, you know, use my copies and, and do a little exchange later at the bookstore. So it all yeah. worked out. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, you know, make a plan, but plan for contingencies because it's not going to go exactly how you want it to. And that's right. okay. Have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as you can pivot, you know, and stay positive, then you're going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a great tip. So I think we've been kind of teasing a little bit about the book, but I think you should tell us a little bit more about what what it's about, what genre is it, and maybe just an overview of what the story is about. Yeah, so it is fantasy. There's a lot. Of, there's magic, world building, adventure. It's very fast paced. So if you like action packed, you know, books, you're definitely going to like this a lot. So Riley Jordan is a college senior, so I have you know, built a world where Riley really just feels like he's going to graduate and amount to nothing. He just, he feels lost. And that was, Mm. that was the journey I had been on. And so that was kind of the, the coming of age theme that I put into the book. So Riley felt lost. And after having a chance meeting with Emma Clark, who is a human girl that he meets by chance, his whole world gets turned upside down. So now we have graduation and Armageddon looming that Riley has to figure out how to protect those he loves before it's too late. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's uh, you know, my, one of the main, main themes in the book is that I have created a world where wizards are supposed to have their discover their special path of magic. And there's a lot of elemental magic in the book. So wizards are supposed to discover their path of magic and Riley hasn't. So he just feels like lost. What is he, what is he supposed to do with himself? And meeting yeah, Emma is so the, relatable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, still feel like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when Riley meets Emma, it's the catalyst that changes all of that for him. And he kind of gets mm-hmm. thrown into this, you know, this crazy, you know, he has a vision of someone trying to store all of humankind. And as wizards, they are supposed to be the protectors of humankind, even though humans don't know they exist. So he's kind of put on this path of destiny that he was not prepared for. Right. And so what part of the book is your favorite? I, (laughs) I think I would have to pick, uh, which is, it's kind of towards the end. So there's a the kind of climax of the book going towards the end. So I would pick when Riley and his friends go on the mission to save John Wallace. And they're, you know, gallivanting all over France at this point to find him. So, and I, I mean, I, I don't want to give away too many details yeah, right. <laughs> for spoilers, but it, it's, you know, 
it's the last third of the book where things really take off and you and things get bad before they get better, you know. So <laughs> I'm gonna need to like cancel the rest of my meetings today and keep reading. Yeah. <laughs> after this. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. Um I love how too like they're all over the world. Like there's so many different scenes in different like countries and cities and there's one in Disney and like mm-hmm. you've taken this kind of like global idea and brought it into one place and it's really cool. Yeah. I you know, I've always loved to travel and I, I've always loved like big city, bright lights, all that stuff. And maybe that's because I'm, I was from a smaller, smaller town. So I just kind of dreamed of that stuff. And so that's why I think I set, you know, use some of these settings in the book. Like, you know, New York is the main, New York City is kind of that, that main uh, base and, yeah. you know, Central Park and all of that. And then, you know, you've got other parts of the you know, the Northeast, you've got LA and you've got Paris in there and, and the magical realms are all blended in there together. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's so fun. Well, I want to talk about how this is helping you kind of level up. So how has becoming an author helped you further develop your personal brand? Yeah, I think that I would mm-hmm. say for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm really <sighs> coming into, you know, Coming into my own. Pause. Anthony, you can't walk behind me. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Well, if you're going back, go back now. Now I have to restart the question. What are you doing a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me ask the question again. Sorry. (laughs) No worries. So how has becoming an author helped you to level up and further develop your personal brand? Yeah, I feel like this is the first time in my life where I'm really coming into my own and I, you know, just being the truest version of myself, you know, I've been, my goal is to be my authentic self, you know, online and offline. And I think for online, that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother show that we could have, but yeah, you know, <laughs> it's really, really important. And I think being able to put this book out to the world has given me a different level of self-confidence than I've, you know, ever had before. Yeah. And I just, you know, like I said, I just, I just feel like very, I just feel like sure of myself. And I know it's because I'm on, like I'm on mission now. Like I feel like I have a purpose that I'm going towards and I have a meaningful, you know, message to share with, the world. And the book has just been that vehicle to get me there at this point. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been amazing. And, you know, yeah, like we said before, it's like, you have to go, you have to go Mm -hmm. on this journey to become the person that you're supposed to be. Right. No shortcuts. Yeah. Sometimes it's a longer journey, but that's all kind of ends up where it's meant to be. And so have you found any ways to kind of tie being an author and a realtor together? Like, are they at all kind of helping each other or, you know, are you finding ways to like kind of correlate the two at all? Or do you really see them as like two separate buckets? I mean, I don't see them as two separate buckets because at the end of the day, it's me, like I'm at the heart of everything. So I think making sure, I think that's important for anyone, like having, realizing you have synergy with all that because you're at the heart of your, your business. 
and everyone has multiple passions. I mean, that's, you know, I'm not like a unicorn in that sense. It's just, right. you know, so I think, you know, you have to be careful because you, you know, I created a separate Instagram account for my author page because, you know, I do have some different audiences there, but they do right. cross over. So I have used the platform that I built for my real estate business to launch the book. And I've had tons of clients and other agents, you know, that I have these professional mm -hmm. relationships with that have become so supportive and are, are going on that journey with me as well. So I think that's kind of how, how it's worked for me is just bringing people in, I should say, inviting, inviting people along the journey with me. And yeah. I, I think I was surprised that so many people were excited and wanted to go on that journey with me. Yeah. Well, you've already built all these great relationships with people. And so it's kind of just like you said, yeah, inviting them along this journey that you've been really like showcasing on social, which is, which is really cool. Cause I think other authors or people who are thinking about writing a book or, you know, aspiring authors can kind of see what that journey is like. And you definitely make it look really fun too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm having lots of fun. For right. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with anything in life, it does all come back to relationships. I mean, we're all in a relationship business, whether you're selling a service or a product, which I am now doing both of those things. That's so, true. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like weird. Sometimes I'm like, what? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, it all comes back to building relationships because that, that human element is so important. Right. Yeah. Especially, that's not going to go away. That's no. I'm trying to remind people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and so where can people find your book? Where can they purchase it? So my book is available anywhere online. So, you know, bookshop.org, which is a great website that supports independent bookstores all over the country. Yep. Yay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's a course on Amazon, including the e-book e there. So if, you, if you're a Kindle person, um, Apple Books, you know, there's the e-reader version on Apple Books. So yeah, anywhere online. If you are local to St. Pete, it is in some of our local bookstores, Book and Bottle, Tom Below, and also Sunshine Book Co. in Claremont, which is just right outside of the Orlando area. So we're our goal is to get it into as many independent bookstores as possible. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would tell you to visit thefireprophecies.com, and that's the landing page, and you can find all the links for everything on there. Okay, great. And I know you get this question a lot. So what is the status of book two? <laughs> this is what everyone's wondering. Yes, I get angry text messages. I know. Instagram DMs <laughs> constantly now. <laughs> um, I, I am currently writing it. So I am actively like every day in the process of writing it. I have an outline. So I have a, I have a clear path of like what I want to do with book two. So it's just me getting all the, all the words right. out. Right. Uh, so that's and I'm of, sure this is motivating you, the fact that everyone is asking about yeah. it. So <laughs> yeah, well, and just like think about it from the a creativity perspective. Like I'm I'm definitely in the zone right now of feeling a lot of inspiration yeah. writing off of you know the book release and hearing everyone, you know, loving the book and all the feedback that I'm getting. So right. it is it is a motivating, you know, and inspiring time right now. And I'm like. So I'm there. I, I'm crank. I'm trying to crank it out. So just be patient. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll definitely put 
Brittany's Instagram um, handle in the show notes so they so you can connect with her and kind of follow along on the journey. Um, but thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us. We really wish you the best and we'll have to have you back on when you are launching book two so we can mm-hmm. talk about that. And um, so with that, it's time to turn the page on another episode of Thought Garden on the Air. Um, we'll definitely put all this information in the show notes, but if you have any questions about becoming an author, your book, or if you're interested in coming on the show and sharing your story, you can connect with me at rosarium.work and we're on all social platforms and we'd love to hear from you. So thank you for listening today. We look forward to seeing you on our next segment of the Authors on the Air radio show. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.